0: back guys to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host Chad. Howdy doody it's Ronnie. Mr. Ronnie uh we got a absolutely perfect one today. It is I hype. mean
1: this is one. Go ahead introduce the episode first.
0: All right we got season three episode 16 or episode 53 perfect game
1: sorry but i'm just so excited to get into it this is one where you told me very early on you're like listen when we get when you get to this episode we've got to watch it together it's banana. basically from here on out we got to watch them together and it's right there on the screen why that's the case
0: it's bananas dude like you were trying to say but you didn't get it out it's bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s <sighs> Uh-huh. what do you think perfect game stands for? Before the first time you saw this title, what would you think it standed for? Um That
1: is a very good question. I
0: or did you just not have any idea?
1: Like I said, I just didn't have an idea. I mean, I am a fan of sports, so I hear perfect game and my mind immediately mm-hmm. goes to that, but there's no way I thought there'd be any form of a perfect <laughs> game in Attack on Titan, so I wasn't thinking
0: See, on that you might have thought maybe like a perfect game as in like they attack perfectly or something. Just like
1: someone had a game plan. It went perfectly. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like that. But
0: Not a nine I mean, inning just fucking heater a, of a yeah. game.
1: <laughs> not a pitching performance that I've never seen before.
0: All right. So, we're right where we left off. We got Burt just absolutely fucking shit up. Just causing fires, throwing houses. Connie cracks a joke about Aaron's house being above him in yeah. a time like this, Connie. I mean, I know some people react like when shit like this is going down, they don't know what to do and they crack jokes, but I mean he's definitely he's
1: definitely losing his mind yeah. with his whole Oh, you got your roof over your head again, Aaron? <laughs>
0: Which what if what if Aaron's house was one of these houses and then the show just ends? We made a joke about this like two episodes ago it was a terrible joke. Yeah. It was but what really if bad. what if this one too? Like um the basement's ruined it just ends.
1: That's the good thing about basements is they are underground so hopefully worst doesn't to worse. get there. Yeah, worst comes to worst they just got to do some digging to try and find it but
0: And we know there's so many damn houses that any house could be his.
1: But it is kind of funny, like, Aaron lived here for a while, and while he kind of knows the location, when he zipped around before in the past few episodes, he's just kind of like, my house is somewhere over there. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't really know, he's just like, it's, you know, right in there somewhere.
0: Well, Once I get there, I'll recognize it, but I couldn't tell you how to get there right now. I just, I didn't even think about this until you just said this. But he hasn't seen his house since he was 10 years old. Imagine when you were 10 trying to find your house in, one of, in a place like that. And it's been five years since you've even seen it. I don't know. 10? A place like home? I think, I think you got it. I think he does, but it's been five years, man. It's going to be a little tough for him. You could
1: put me away five minutes from my house at 10. And I think I'd still be able to get home.
0: Yeah, but you also don't have... Five hundred houses around your house as well.
1: Yeah, but put whatever you want around the house. You know, once you start seeing landmarks and stuff like that, you get there.
0: What's your landmark? A different house. You God. know, like um, this place sucks, dude. I'm gonna be honest, Shinganshina sucks.
1: I think it's got qualities.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get into it. That this.
1: are good.
0: So Armin, scared shitless, tells Jean to take his place. And to take command. I feel bad for Armin right here. He's always coming up with plans, but it looks like there's no way around this one. There's not going to be any beep-bopping, beep-booping to come up with a plan for this. No. He just tells Jean that he's just better suited for this. That you got this, buddy. (laughs) And Jean's like, uh, uh, uh. But he tells them that they need to all hop on Aaron to conserve gas and just go towards the river. Good Especially, start. Yeah, it's a good, good start. start.
1: You have fires in the sky. You, you only have a certain allotted amount of gas. Yeah. It all makes sense so far.
0: And then he tells Armin, he's like, look, I'm not bad at reading situations, but in the end, it's going to be up to you, buddy. You got to come up with something.
1: And I think all this makes sense. To me, we haven't really seen Erwin fight, but I feel like this could be a similar dynamic as maybe like Levi and Erwin would have where Erwin's like big picture, you know, that's me, but if it comes down to you know, killing the beast side or something like that, maybe you just let your instincts take over and do whatever you got to do.
0: Yeah. So then we go back to the other side. Um, a soldier, I think this is Dirk could be wrong. Soldier tells Levi that they're done cleaning up around the outsides, but the only ones left are the small titans that are way up in the front.
1: It's not even a soldier. Dirk's a squad leader.
0: Dirk, it is. I guess it is Dirk, right? I'm assuming it's Dirk.
1: Yeah, I couldn't tell you that that's the guy's name, but he does seem to be okay. a squad leader, and we know one of the squad leaders' name is Dirk.
0: Yeah. I don't think it ever even really says, but we'll He's call He's definitely
1: Dirk. a top 75 character for me.
0: Okay. And then Dirk's like, but still the Beast Titan. What are we going to do about that guy? (laughs) And Levi calls the Beast Titan a coward for just sitting there and says that he has no balls to begin with. Just roasting this guy. You know, nothing bad could happen after that roast. No. And then the soldier tells Levi just to stay back, that him and and his squad will clean up the rest of the small ones at the front, and Levi can just conserve energy for when it comes time for the – The big guy.
1: And then it's all you, brother. You can take care (laughs) of it. We're going to back off and let you do your thing.
0: While they go, they all zip off. They're fighting the small ones. And Levi's just thinking inside his head. He's like, well, what about Hanji's squad? Everyone on the other side. I wonder. And then we see a small rock just fly by his head, slow motion. And then all of a sudden, a lot of rocks flying by him.
1: Right. Another time, I always talk about this. I was... Very caught up the first time I was watching it, letting it all hit me at once. Going back, the way that they do this for the first time is incredible. How it's literally just Levi, it's slow motion, just a little bitty pebble flies by him. And then just blood mist oh, eruptions
0: man. just over the buildings. Insane. One of the scariest things I've seen in any show, I think, by far... Just the way it's, oh, just every the way everything's portrayed right here is just incredible. And um, just go ahead and say what I'm about to do. Uh, it's a page turn. Okay. It still has that
1: huge notebook. I mean, that thing looks like it weighs five pounds. Good God.
0: What were you about to say?
1: Just the idea of throwing crushed up rocks like this at such high velocity, like, oh, man. I mean, I guess it's the same idea of cannons, but just this idea of a weapon intrigues me. Like,
0: how? I don't know. So, we get a close look at the Beast Titan, and he has a follow-through throw, and, oh boy, his ball boy, the Crocodilian, starts rolling some boulders up to him.
1: The form, let me just say, impeccable.
0: Yeah, and he says...
1: Really loads (laughs) up on that back (laughs) leg. Reaches back, you know, nice push off. You got to stretch. You want this to be You're not too high, not too low. You got to get the perfect mm-hmm. leg reach. Everything's just awesome.
0: I love how he says to dang, that was a little high. After he just shredded through people, he's like, oh, man, that was a little high. That was just my first pitch. That's a warm-up. I'm going for the perfect game. That's when the seam is already terrifying, but when he portrays it like that, To me, it makes it even more terrifying that this guy is literally playing baseball by killing people.
1: (laughs) This guy's just playing a throwing game.
0: Yeah. The second pitch starts to come. Catch
1: this guy fucking shit up at the bottle game at the carnivals. They just knock (laughs) over the bottle, the milk bottles.
0: Oh yeah, he's just—he's getting the stuffed animal every time. Every time. The second pitch starts to come, and Levi freaks out. And he starts zipping to the front. I don't know what he thinks he can do here.
1: Well, freaks out as much as Levi can freak out.
0: Yeah, exactly. He just yells a little bit. And then we got backwards leg guy. (laughs) Backwards leg guy, Dirk. I don't know if you caught this. It shows Dirk in the front of the line. He's laying down, and his leg is backwards. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's just staring at the next pitch coming to him with his leg completely backwards. Oh, it looks terrible.
1: I didn't notice that. I'm glad I didn't see that. I hate that sort
0: of injury. Well, you'll need, to, you'll need to re-watch it because it's awesome. And while he's staring up at the Beast Titan, the second volley comes and just shreds through them all again.
1: Second volley? Did you just go like British on me? <laughs> What just happened
0: there? Don't know why I said the, volley. The
1: second volley comes. Uh...
0: The second pitch comes, and he's this is the actually this is the first pitch. The first one was just a warm up. This is the first legitimate pitch. And it's quite a wank there, chap. Good, uh, <laughs> good volley. And then we get a little, uh, little show of Irwin up top in just utter disbelief. I feel like Irwin's face here is pretty much what anybody's face would be if they witnessed something like right. this. This isn't calm and collected Irwin anymore, by the way. I feel like any other time something happens, he does not make this face. This is the first time he's made this face, besides when his arm got bit off. Actually, no, he didn't even make that face then. But the recruits are still you know, near the back, close to the wall, just scared shitless with the horses, not knowing what's going on because they can't see any of the action.
1: Yeah, one of the chicks asked if the enemies have cannons or something. <laughs>
0: What cannons have you ever seen that were this effective, you moron? Then then Marlow, he says, like, maybe they have hundreds of them. Just thinking they have hundreds of cannons just somehow yeah, firing like, When out. did
1: they set those up? <laughs> Titans know how to use cannons?
0: And then we got Coward Flock getting on his knees while everybody's running back, crying like a bitch, and Levi has to help him up. He's like, dude, what are you doing? Get back here. You're going to die. He's like, I don't like pointless deaths. Just come on, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Irwin then swoops down and tells Levi that the front houses are completely destroyed, and if he keeps throwing, this whole place is going to be leveled, like within a few pitches. Yeah. He's Uh, like, he's already thrown like two strikes. I mean, what kind of
1: what kind of heat is this guy throwing? You think? What are these coming in at?
0: So if you look at these boulders, these boulders are... How big do you think they are? Like,
1: like once he crushes them up, I feel like they
0: are... The size of maybe...
1: Like a... Uh, you think it's like, like a soccer ball? Like an exercise ball? ball? Like an, I was going to say exercise ball. The size ball. of an exercise ball. I'm kind of thinking the size of an but exercise cru- ball. But
0: he crushes a bunch of different sizes because he crushes up. You know, there could be some that are yeah, bigger than others. Yeah, right. But he is probably... Oh, dude, there's no telling how fast this is going. I couldn't (laughs) even tell you.
1: it's just shredding through things.
0: Let's just say if this thing hits you, your body, it's going to go straight through your body. I mean,
1: it's legit. It's a bullet that's way bigger than a bullet.
0: It's the bullet the size of an exercise ball. It's terrifying. You got no chance against this. Um, But yeah, Irwin swoops down. He's telling Levi all this, and... He's saying, like, look, dude, we can't retreat to the other side because the Colossal Titan is on its way right now, and he's setting fire to everything on its way. There's just no hope right now.
1: That's a notebook flip. Those are always super loud when I go to edit, and I always got to turn down the volume on them. So it's always fun editing those.
0: Keeping you on your edge. But yeah, Erwin says that if they retreat here, there's no chance for victory, and they will for sure lose. Levi then asks what happened to everyone on the other side, and Erwin answers, I don't know. But they're probably dead.
1: I've kind of been (laughs) occupied with other concerns.
0: All squads in the front line were completely wiped out, and all that's left, Levi, is me, you, and the new recruits. Wow, just wow, and a bunch of new recruits, and then you got Flock, so you're working with very little right now.
1: If only they had like Flagle or somebody, that would help.
0: Flagle or Daz, I feel like Daz could really turn this around.
1: Yeah, I feel like some people who are like actually pretty courageous are doing like what Daz would normally do, so what does that mean Daz would be doing right now?
0: Daz would have already chopped his own head off by now.
1: See, so you've said this before. Daz is too big of a coward to kill himself. I think he'd just be like shitting himself. I don't even know he what. He tried to be.
0: kill himself, didn't he? Or was he just that all in act? I think
1: he was like going to say he was. Like he had, he was okay. pulling his blade and was going to do it. But there's no way. Like that coward? No. Yeah.
0: Levi then ask Erwin if he has a plan. But Erwin just stares. And then we go back to the other side. John tells Aaron to just yell at Bert, get his attention. And So he goes, hey,
1: Bert. No, he didn't.
0: <laughs> that would be pretty awesome, though, if he just said, hey,
1: Bert, Bert. Well, I mean, that would have been as useful as uh, a few episodes ago when um, Demo Reeves was, uh, not Demo Reeves, what the fuck am I talking about? Rod Rice was crawling in Titan form, and Aaron was on the back <laughs> of the wagon and went, Stop, Titan, you tiny old man.
0: Stop it! Stop! So Aaron lets out a just aggressive roar and Bert turns, gives him a little look, and then just turns back around and starts walking again. He does not care at all about that guy. He knows he's just an insignificant insect. So Jean tells Aaron, he's like, alright, I guess the only option left is for you to attack his legs. You've got this, buddy. We're all (laughs) counting on you.
1: (laughs) At this point, we still don't quite comprehend the size
0: difference right and then aaron runs up grabs his leg and i feel like the animation team here could have done a little better because i feel like aaron's top of his head should be at burt's kneecap oh you think i think if i'm doing the math correctly i feel like his head should be at his kneecap i mean it is a huge y- t-
1: <laughs> yes, you <laughs> my <would've-> god <laughs> you I might have to agree with you there because, I mean, Aaron is not – he's a 15-meter – like, he's one of the big titans. And (laughs) they play this initially as if it's going to be like this super intense uh, sequence, but it is just hilarious. Between Aaron screaming, how dare you look down on me, and then literally going
0: and hugging Bert's toe – is ho- oh my god, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even his the top of his head doesn't even make it to Bert's kneecap, which I feel like it <laughs> not, should. No,
1: not even close to it. I'm when I say he hugs his toe, he literally <laughs> hugs his toe, his head is barely above yeah. his toe. Maybe he's around the ankles. The kneecap is Jesus Christ, if Aaron's fifteen meters, it's ninety meters above him.
0: Yes, that's where I feel like the animation team kind of fudged it a little here. It would be tough. Because Bert is four times the size of Aaron. And if you do the math there, it's not really adding up.
1: <laughs> there's one thing we know about math, it is that this
0: is not the correct way to do it. But even then though, the top of his head getting to Bert's kneecap is still nothing. Like imagine a little child coming up to your kneecap, like it is nothing. It is just such a funny shot, like when yeah. you, like John's like, Go tackle
1: him. And then he goes, and he's just on his toe—unbelievable. It's so, like
0: it's like telling a two-year-old to come tackle you.
1: This is exactly why we were so confused when Ymir was going around because she would look so big at some points, but then like the tiniest titan ever at others. So you just never yep. could get a good feel for it.
0: But I, we know Bert's fucking massive. <laughs> we do know that. So yeah, he starts tackling him, he's pushing him back, and everyone's like, wow, this is actually working. This is, Aaron is the man, everything's going well.
1: Well, let's just get this clear. They say that, Aaron does not push him back. <laughs> <laughs> they say, what, well, he's actually pushing him back. No, he does not.
0: No, Bert's just loading up for the kick. <laughs> Bert just punts this man. Oh my god. Oh, he 100 yard punts him straight into the top of the wall. Who could have seen that coming? And then we get the good old classic Mikasa, eden And she's the only one that yells his name. So then we go back to the other side, and Levi and Erwin are like, is that Aaron's dumbass flung on top of the wall?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. And we go back to Jean now, and he kind of admits that his plan was a little stupid. <laughs> Didn't really think that one through. He's like, in my defense, Aaron went for it. <laughs> They realize that they are fucked, so he's like, you know what? We all just got to fly up and attack this guy. I know this doesn't work. We know it's not going to work, but let's just do it anyways. You got to respect the hustle. Page turn. So, John says that they'll distract. What?
1: (laughs) I'm trying to read what's on the side there.
0: Well, you're going to get to it, buddy. Okay, all right, all right. It's going to come. We got some interesting notes over here on the chat side. Oh, yeah, they're interesting. All right. But okay, so Jean says they're going to distract Bert while Mikasa tries to get to his nape with the thunder spears. So Sasha and Connie are flying up. Sasha calls him a pervert lord. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. And while Mikasa goes in for the nape shot, Bert uses his steam as expected and flies the missiles back and almost. Mikasa almost flies back with him and gets shredded by him. Luckily just barely dodges.
1: I don't know if you mentioned this or not, but during all this, Armin is supposed to be like staying back and trying to figure out like
0: what to do with this thing. What are you saying? He's not doing that? Well, keep going. <laughs> so, they realize they can't do anything, and they get they go back, they meet up with Armin, and Mikasa asks him what he's come up with and he has not one clue what to do. He just kind of keeps staring off in the distance. <sighs> and then all of a sudden the armored titan arises. And shit gets really real here. And then we go to the calling card. The colossal titan steam. Steam produced by using its own body as a resource. It consumes its own muscle tissue so it must mean that it it is finite, and it can't be used forever. So that's good little info right good there. Good little
1: nugget on how that whole thing works. Um, I just want to go ahead and say I really appreciate you for handing the uh, episode off to me at this point. I, It was a smart move on your part because I do seem to always nail these emotional parts of the episodes better than you do. No, you don't. Um, we kind of got you warmed up, but no one's thanks said for that. really handed it off to the two of us—that's the best summarizer. Yep. The, well, uh, show me
0: where someone said that, and the then audience the video.
1: really appreciates that. So let's go ahead and get into this second part of the episode. Definitely the most important part, and I'm here to walk you through it.
0: Well, you know what I'm here for? I'm here to ride through this baby because this is. Yeah. some
1: In all seriousness, let's get to it because this is. Yeah. Some no good, more joking, this man. Some good shit. No, we. Honestly, I'm so tired of the oh, jokes around let's here. Go. So the beast titan still just throwing some major heat. Levi and Erwin, they're still trying to figure this thing out. Levi says he knows where they are. So like they're pretty much screwed yeah. like.
0: And how about the sound effects, dude? When he throws it and the rocks hit the buildings like the, you know that sound effect I'm talking about? Yeah, it it almost sounds like rocks hitting the buildings. No, no, no. It's like a it's like a whistling oh, high pitched okay. tone, you know what I mean? Like portraying how much heat he's how throwing. How much heat he's throwing. It's awesome. He
1: tells Erwin that if they have no chance for a counterattack... Let's go ahead and flee. Let's cut the losses. You know, maybe we can have some survivors. He says we can wake Aaron up and he can carry as many people as possible. Let's get out of here. Marlow, meanwhile, is tearing old Flock a new one for letting go of his horse. But Flock is on his dash shit. And he is saying it's not going to make any difference. He thought that he was brave... And he didn't want to be one of the people hiding behind the walls, waiting for Titans to break through and get everyone. But it turns out he didn't have the courage that he thought he did. And he's just useless yeah. at this point. I mean, what what point is having a horse if there's no one to ride it back on? And here's the, like, he's breaking down, and you look around and everyone's feeling that same thing. Even Marlo doesn't have anything to say back,
0: because he's like, he's like you know, what 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 am I supposed to say at this point? Because As big as a coward as Flock is... I like the dynamic of adding him in here, saying saying what a lot of them probably want to say, but they're not saying.
1: Yeah, because the difference between the two is there are people dying all over the place. They're literally cornered, whereas Daz was just in a group <laughs> surrounded by hundreds of his peers as Pixis was on top of the wall, just giving them a pep talk, Yeah, and he was still like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> So Levi's still, he's trying to come up with plans. Erwin's just not saying anything. He's just staring off in the distance, kind of looking at Levi. Levi says he's going to face the Beast Titan, hoping that Erwin and Aaron can get home. So (laughs) Levi is going through every single possibility, and Erwin's just not saying anything. Levi's like, all right, get Aaron up. Let him pick up as many people as he can. Run. I'm going to kill the Beast Titan. Uh, You stay here.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Irwin tells him how impo- he's like that's impossible. Like you can't kill, you are not going to get to him with all the boulders.
1: Irwin's still just like staying silent, and Levi. The main thing with him is he's not worried about his life. He's just so pissed that they're taking an L that he just wants to do yep. whatever he can to try and have some success in this. Because if Levi hates one thing, it is pointless death. Yep. Erwin though he's back on his Joker shit because Levi just spent a good amount of time thinking everyone was ho- everything was hopeless and trying to find a way to have some survivors, just for Erwin to be like, or we can do this counterattack plan I've been scheming up. <laughs> and we asked him why he kept his shitty mouth shut. Loves calling that a shitty mouth.
0: God, I would be so pissed at Erwin right here. You fucking asshole. You let me just go through 30 different options. And was Erwin like- even listening to him? No, I, I guarantee you he wasn't.
1: So Erwin says... If the plan works, it might give Levi an opportunity to kill the Beast Titan, but it will come at the cost of the recruits and Erwin's lives. So this is where I'm kind of back like, oh, shit. Like, initially, I thought Erwin was going to come up with some grandiose plan where he's like, actually, no, this is what we're going to do. But in reality, it's like, no, you're
0: not giving your life. We're giving our lives because you're the only one that can that can do anything about it. Yep so you, you did catch on to that right when he said it the first time you saw this yeah so yeah. you thought erwin was going to come up with this grand plan to save everyone well
1: i don't so much i feel like when he first said it that's what your immediate thought goes to mm-hmm. the realistic side of me was like there is no plan like yeah. they <laughs> they are properly screwed over so there's a cool shot of more boulders tearing through and hitting the walls, and Irwin and Levi just don't even blink an eye. They, they all come hurling past them.
0: Yep. They're so badass.
1: And it's just like, if that's the crazy thing, a boulder could come through, they're like standing in line with each other, and if it just it could hit both of them right here, right now, and that would be the end of it. But they yep. still just like, no cover, no movement, they're just got their fingers crossed, I guess. <laughs>
0: Would you be like that in that situation? Um, no. (laughs) I would definitely be Flock.
1: (laughs) Erwin agrees that the majority of the people are going to die, if not all, but that they can stake their heroic deaths on a slim chance of victory. Can you hear the drums starting to beat in the background? I mean, this is just, Erwin is warming up. Strap it on, Chaz.
0: Oh, man. I've we said it before. I'm not we'll going to strap it, it on. I'm going to let somebody else strap it on and pound it into me. This, I am ready for this. We've
1: said it before. We'll say it again. We don't strap in, we strap it on. <laughs> Woo! Oh my God. All right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. He says for this to work and to get the young ones to accept to die, it would take an expert con man
0: and a whole slew, a slew of lies. Of lies. Okay, I'm ready for these lies, baby. Let's hear it. And
1: if he doesn't lead the Vanguard, none of them will follow. He knows that he will die before everyone else without ever learning what's in the basement. His whole point, this is his whole thing, the last 30 years of him being in the Scouts was him to find the answers that his dad was on the cusp of but couldn't quite reach. Yep. And for the first time, we see Irwin break for a second. He kind of, he's yeah. it's like, it's all sinking in. He's like, you know, I was always cool, calm, collected, found a way through it, but this is it. He wants to have the answer so bad, like it's the only thing he's been fighting for. He got so close but just came up short. Erwin asked Levi if he can see their comrades as ghosts appear around them as they kinda do a shot where like uh
0: You see Mikkei.
1: Yeah, you see Mike, that uh Petra that asshole I'm sure. with the bandana who was having sex with his
0: horse, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, what was his name?
1: Um you see whole all of Levi's, like you were saying, Mike and them. I mean, Elgin, the wizard Elgin. this
0: is a cool throwback here. I'm pretty sure it shows Levi's friends from the OVA no regrets, too. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of people. I should have paused and, like, looked and seen who all Like, I wouldn't be surprised if even Erwin's dad was somewhere in the background. Yeah. Um. And they want to know what became of the hearts they gave because the fighting isn't over yet. That's beautiful. That's mm. just beautiful.
0: Oh. Okay, get chills. Shinzos.
1: Levi kneels in front of Erwin and tells him that he has fought well, and it's because of him that they have come this far. The ultimate respect right here. And then, in just the most badass of ways, Levi says he's making the choice. He looks up to Erwin and tells him to give up on his dreams and die. Lead the recruits to hell, and Levi will take down the Beast Titan. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh. You know what's awesome about this, too, is Levi has always told everybody else, like Aaron, to make their own choice, and then he makes the choice for Erwin right here because he sees Erwin doubting himself. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Chaz, have you ever gotten a boner because of respect? Oh my god, yes.
1: I've got such a respect boner
0: right now. (laughs) Gotta cross my legs real quick. Dude, when Levi said give up on your dream and die... I went from one inch to two inches, dude. That shit blew up.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, Erwin, with tears in his eyes, takes a moment with a slight smile on his face. As the Beast Titan prepares to throw another boulder, he hears the scouts charging in his direction. He expected them to lay down and die, but is confused by their suicidal charge. Erwin and the rest of the members launch green flares to the sky. Here we go. We're still not done yet. We flash back to Erwin announcing the final operations, yeah. as he called it. Just that he's like, "These are the final operations."
0: I, I love how that scene. I love how they do it, where they're just already charging. You're like, "Wait, what? Wait yeah, a minute! Wait, how wait. the hell did they? That's all. That's yeah. it. How do you do that?"
1: And honestly, that could have been it, and that would have been fine. But also, I fucking love what we got here. He tells them that their goal is to charge the Beast Titan when he is ready to throw. The troops will shoot the flares to reduce his accuracy even just a little bit, maybe. Which, probably not much. (laughs) (laughs) They're doing this so they can be a decoy and Levi will kill the Beast Titan. Erwin makes a plan for Levi to use the Titans lined up to conceal his advancement to the Beast Titan. We, all while this is happening, we kind of see Levi, and he's going. he starts all the way at the end of the wall, and he's just going one by one around this semicircle.
0: Did you ever think anything of the uh, about that with the Titans all lined up? Did you ever have an idea of, like, oh, maybe somebody could sneak up with them? No. Okay. No. I'll Keep it real? No. Because I had an interesting take. You won't believe me, but... Oh, here we go again. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're going to use Levi and Mikasa to swing around those Titans and get to them. Of course you did. All right, I totally made that up. This guy's just like, hey, okay, I thought of it after the fact, but still, I think that's a cool idea if it happened.
1: After they did it, you're like, of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I knew that. This guy's the most professional TV watcher you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> the troops respectfully are a, a little crushed by this plan. You know, I guess they were holding out for that, you know, incredible plan that saved all their lives, but it just doesn't exist. And Flock, as if they are all heading to their... Oh, and that girl throws up, too. That was cool. Oh, yeah, she pukes. And Flock asks if they are all heading to their deaths, to which Erwin replies, yes. Erwin says it's all meaningless. No matter what hopes or dreams you had, no matter how blessed a life you lived, it's all the same
0: if you're shredded by rocks. He said it took a whole slew of lies. This man says nothing but the goddamn truth right here. Everyone will die someday. Does that mean life is
1: meaningless? Was there any meaning to being born? Would you say that of our fallen comrades? Their lives? Chad, were they meaningless? They were not! No, they weren't. It's us who gives meaning to the lives of our fallen comrades. The ones who will remember them are us. The (laughs) living... We die trusting the living who follows to find meaning in our lives. I'm following you, Erwin. I'm right behind you. That is the sole method in which we can rebel against, against this, this cruel world. Chaz's quote of the effing day, baby. My soldiers oh. rage. My soldiers scream. Is the soldiers- soldiers-
0: that chaos! Oh! I'm raging, bro. I'm raging. Oh, how, much is
1: it, how much is it going to cost to replace that wall I just ran $700, through? $700, bro.
0: And he doesn't even say Shinzo seisake because that's a whole fucking lie. <clears throat> I love it. <clears throat> I love how he doesn't say give your hearts because he's already told us that that's a lie this whole time.
1: <sighs> oh, this
0: is so beautiful. Erwin with the GD truth, baby. <clears throat> and that takes us
1: straight to the charge where boulders start meeting flesh and horses Erwin takes a shot to his gut as he falls off his horse end of
0: episode I'm riding with Erwin I don't care I will die for that man I will die 10 times out of 10 for that guy I will take a rock to my effing face beautiful so (laughs) beautiful not you (laughs) Oh, oh man, dude, this is when, after this episode, this is when I knew that this was going to be my favorite show of all time. This guy might be my favorite written character to ever exist in any show ever. I would literally die for this man.
1: That, I mean, the
0: writing is just next level. God, he's so close to obtaining his dream, but he gives it all up for humanity. That he didn't give a shit about until now. Well, he did, but not really that much. It's just beautiful. Such a beautiful fucking ending to this guy's story. There's no way he could survive this. Absolutely no way.
1: There's just like you said. There's no <laughs> way he can get out of this. There's no.
0: no. That's
1: it. Scenario. No scenario. There's no scenario in which he survives. So uh, we never see him again. That's the end of the episode. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. I, I don't even. I mean, what do we even say at the end of this one? I think we just leave
0: it as it is. Just say he's goaded. That's all I'm going to say. He's goaded.
1: Just send us all the Irwin Smith hype to our email at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Subscribe on the podcast apps. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. YouTube, give us that thumbs up. Don't worry about YouTube. No one's watching on YouTube. uh, Oh, and hey, we love you guys. We, you know what? Jazz always puts that there at the end lately. I'm jumping in. I love you guys, too. I think this is a perfect episode to just spread love amongst the community. So I would let said, Irwin Smith
0: make love to me after that one. You can strap it on. Peace. Peace.